How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, in our week two installment of Fan Mail Friday, we are going to be answering your guys' questions prior to the Bears versus Giants matchup this weekend. I am your host, Chris Malpe, and today I am joined with my co-host, Jalen McClinton. Jalen, how's it going, man? This is the third time we've recorded in the last 24 hours. Man, it's going good. Um, you know, the grind never stops, so can't complain at all, right? No, cannot complain at all. And uh, before we get into these Bears questions, what's your prediction for Bengals-Browns tonight? Obviously, uh, the viewers will know who won the game tomorrow, but I want to know your thoughts. Um, I, I won't – well, you know, I'm, I'm a Bears fan, obviously, but um, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow deserved to win the game against the Chargers last week. They caught him on a stupid p- pass interference call or offensive pass interference, excuse me, against AJ Green, and their kicker ended up missing a, basically a cheap shot. And you know, I don't know if he's actually hurt, but you know, he said he was hurt, and that's why he, that's why he missed the kick. But I want Joe Burrow to get his first one in the NFL. And, um, yeah, that's that's my prediction. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, kicking off week two, I think the only appropriate thing is for Joe Burrow to get his first win. And we also saw how sluggish the Browns were last week. So I'm also going to go with the Bengals. I think if you can uh, put the ball in Baker Mayfield's hands and do a good job at, at covering Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham, it's definitely a tough uh, task. But uh, I think the Bengals can get this one done. But, you know, uh, we're either going to be getting praise for being right about this one tomorrow or uh, we're going to be getting some hate in the comments from Browns fans, so we'll see how that one goes. But we are here today answering your guys' questions for Bears versus Giants. Uh, we ask these questions on our YouTube community tab, also our Instagram fan page is down in the description. So if you do want to be featured in a future video, do us a favor. Uh, you can check on normally Wednesday or Thursday on our social media as well as our YouTube community tab, and we're always asking for questions. So let's hop right into it. Today's first question comes from Philip underscore Roz on Instagram. Uh, the question asks, do you think the Bears will be able to stop Saquon Barkley in the same way that the Steelers were able to? Uh, Jalen, we obviously saw Saquon Barkley, uh, 15 rushes for six yards, something that you're rarely ever going to see out of him, uh, 0.4 yards per carry uh, in week one. Definitely a sluggish start for the Giants O-line and the Giants uh, run game. So what do you think? Do you think the Bears will be able to slow down Saquon or at least be able to neutralize him in week two? Yeah, I don't think we'll do what the Steelers did and hold him under 10 yards and average um, less than a carry, um, you know, per, per carry, obviously. But um, I think we, if we want to be able to win the game, we have to. We can't let Tim do what Adrian Peterson did for us and almost have 100 yards on the ground game because that opens up the pass game. And, you know, that's something that they really couldn't do. do um, they really couldn't do because, you know, they the running game obviously wasn't working. They had to rely on Daniel Jones to help them win the game. And, you know, he obviously couldn't do that during two interceptions. That really cost them. So if you want to, if we want to win the game, we have to stop Saquon Barkley. But um, I, I don't think we're going to do what the Steelers did. But um, – I don't expect them to have over 100 yards. I would say we, we hold them at least to like 50 or 40 or something like that. You know what? I'm going to have to go ahead and agree with you, Jalen. Uh, Saquon Barkley did say uh, in a press conference that he's ready to bounce back uh, from a poor week one performance. But, you know, uh, the Bears' defense did look a little sluggish last week too, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, I said it earlier, Matthew Stafford uh, played very good. But uh, the run game for the Lions uh, definitely got going, and it's something that the Bears are going to have to prevent. Uh, if they want to stop Saquon Barkley. Uh, Detroit rushed for 138 total yards. Um, 
you know, I, I can tell that this team misses Eddie Goldman. Uh, Bilal Nichols, it, it's not a knock against him whatsoever. But the Bears are going to have to try and contain Saquon. No, I don't think they'll do what the Steelers were able to do whatsoever. I do think uh, they'll be able to keep him under, hopefully, uh, 100, 120 yards. Because if he can gash us for more than that, uh, things could get quite ugly. Next question, uh, and this is another interesting one. This one comes from Charlie underscore 05 underscore 07 on Instagram. He asks, what do you think will be the touchdown to interception ratio for both Mitchell Trubisky and Daniel Jones? I'm going to answer this one first, Jalen. Uh, you can save your answer. Um, look, Mitchell Trubisky, uh, I think it's another successful game for him. We saw the Giants defense allow three touchdowns and a 100-plus 100, uh, 100 uh, passer rating to Ben Roethlisberger last week. Not comparing Roethlisberger with Trubisky whatsoever, but it shows that this Giants defense, especially the secondary, has some holes. Obviously, they're missing first uh, or second-round draft pick Xavier McKinney, who's who's uh, had surgery and is out for a couple of weeks. Uh, I think the Bears will be able to pick apart this secondary a little bit better than they were able to the Lions, at least in the first half. Uh, a couple Lions went down in the second half, uh, but you know what? Uh, I'm confident that Trubisky will be able to get it done this week. Um, I'm going to go three touchdowns, one interception for Trubisky. Uh, you know what? I think he'll be throwing a little bit more in this game, but I would still love to see the run game get incorporated. I think it's going to be a big day for Allen Robinson uh, as well as Anthony Miller. Pro Football Focus actually put out week two strength of schedule for wide receivers, uh, a.k.a. who will have the easiest matchups uh, against the defense that they're going against. And the Bears' wide receivers ranked third, so definitely uh, an opportunity for the passing game to step up, and I think Trubisky answers the call. Uh, in regards to Jones, I'm going to go uh, two touchdowns, two interceptions. You know what? Uh, you get the good and the bad when it comes to Daniel Jones. He's a player that has shown his promise in the bat, uh, in the past. Obviously a former first-round pick out of Duke, uh, an ACC guy just like Trubisky, who arguably, too, was also chosen a little bit high. But you know what? Uh, you see the good and the bad out of Daniel Jones. We saw the, the good, the bad, and the ugly out of him a couple of days ago. Uh, I think he turns the ball over twice. I don't know if they're both interceptions. I'm going to say they're interceptions. Uh, he had a fumble issue last year, was sacked 38 times, uh, also fumbled 18 times, which is the fifth most in NFL history in a season. But I think he throws two interceptions. Maybe we get a fumble out of him in the Bears' 2019-19-14 win over the Giants. We remember that uh, Khalil Mack forced a fumble on Jones, and Nick Williams picked it up at the six-yard line. Uh, so I'm going to go three to one for Trubisky and two to two for Daniel Jones. Uh, what do you think, uh, Jalen? What's the touchdown to interception ratio for both the starting quarterbacks this weekend? So, um, you know, we played them last season. And I wanted to go and look back at you know how Trubisky played against the, the Giants secondary and stuff like that. Now he ended up throwing two interceptions. The first interception to Alex Ogletree was just a great catch in the. Um, you know, in the red zone, he was trying to throw it to Anthony Miller in the back of the end zone, and you know, Alex Ogletree just jumped up and made a play. And then the second pass interception he threw was just a deep ball that to Javon Wims and got intercepted by the safety um, Jordan Love, or I think that's his name. So, um, those are easy. Those are you know throws that he can easily fix, and you know he know, he knows not to do that. You know, this game, um, last against the Lions, he is some throws that he. Probably shouldn't have made that. Almost ended up being interceptions, but they weren't, um, you know, because they either dropped it or they just missed the opportunity to catch it. So if he can come into this game realizing that um, if we want to win this game and if he wants to keep his starting spot, you know, the, his mistakes have to be very limited. This second, this giant secondary is not that is not that good. Um, they're a first round draft pick. They just cut him due to you know 
all this his legal issues, but they did sign Logan Ryan, who was a very solid corner in the NFL. But I still feel like our receivers have a great chance to, um, you know, beat their corners, have a lot of opportunities to score as long as Mitchell can get on the ball. So for Mitchell Trubisky, I I'm, I'm, I want to give him three inter- not three interceptions, three <laughs> touchdowns again this game, <laughs> um, just because I feel like this secondary isn't you know not the not not the not the greatest. And then for Daniel Jones, um, I'm, I'm gonna say two touchdowns as well. You know, we might see a turnover um, from him because you know we he threw a lot of turnovers and, caught, and fumbled up, fumbled a lot last season. So I'm gonna say two touchdowns for Daniel Jones and three touchdowns for Mitchell Trubisky. What do you think about interceptions? I'm, I'm not gonna predict Mitchell throwing an interception. I just can't do it. Okay. But uh, for Daniel Jones, I could, he might throw one. You know. Okay. I'll, yeah. Hopefully, or not. Hopefully for him, not for us, that he can realize that those turnovers he made last game, he can't do it again. But um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say one to Dane Jones for Dane Jones. Excuse me. Yeah, maybe uh, Jalen Johnson will be able to get the first interception of his career. But heading on with the questions, uh, this one's from underscore Ari Libby. Uh, this question asks: Is Quinn going to play in this game, and what type of effect? could he have if he plays now personally i gotta be honest with you i don't think robert quinn plays this week Uh, i think the bears go with the conservative option here Uh, if he's not a full go in practice tomorrow i probably don't want him playing personally um as much as i want him to be in there i want him to be healthy uh, and it seems like a a weird ankle situation going on for him uh something that might be uh sustaining throughout the year so i want him to come back at 100 percent but look, if Robert Quinn is a full go tomorrow uh, in practice and he does play, I think he could have a massive uh, impact on this game. We saw the uh, we saw Daniel Jones get sacked three times against the Steelers. We also show, uh, saw uh, you know Saquon Barkley with 0.4 yards per carry. Uh, their offensive line got bullied, uh, and I think if Robert Quinn can come back, it takes attention off of Akeem Hicks and Khalil Mack, who were solid uh, in Week One, but definitely could improve. Uh, also, not having Eddie Goldman there definitely hurt. But uh, I think Robert Quinn could have a massive effect on this game if he can come back uh, and play a solid ball game. Uh, you know, we signed him for a reason to be able to take advantage of those one-on-ones. If he's healthy and ready to go, that's what I expect him to do. That's what Leonard Floyd couldn't do in Chicago, uh, and I think Robert Quinn will be able to get that done. Uh, he's a familiar foe to the NFC East rival in the Giants. Uh, he, he had 11 and a half sacks last year for the Dallas Cowboys. So I think Robert Quinn, if he plays, uh, which I'm not quite too sure about. Uh, that he will have uh, a pretty big impact on this game. So, Jalen, what do you think? Uh, do you predict Robert Quinn playing after being limited in practice these last two days? And uh, if he does play, uh, the second part of that question is, what type of impact do you see him having? I actually think he plays this week just him being you know, limited compared to last week where he didn't even practice at all. So um, I expect him to be back this game. Um, I doubt he's 100%, but... I'd rather have him, you know, at, you know, say 70% than, than not playing at all because he's going to help our pass rush. Um, we barely got to Matthew Stafford last game. We only got one second. That was a key mix, which was actually a big side because that pushed, up, that pushed them out of field goal range and uh, put us in good, you know, good field position to score. So I say he plays in, you know, he, he's able to help Khalil Mack, um, you know, in the pass rush and stuff like that. Khalil, Khalil got held multiple times last game and none of them got called. I don't know how because it was like so blatant that he was getting held but um yeah I, um I'm, I'm i predict robert quinn to to play this game and, and help the pass rush definitely especially because the um the giants offensive line is not not very good at all daniel jones and saquon barkley were as soon as the ball was hiked it was somebody in their face 
Yeah, so obviously Parth isn't here for this episode today, but he still did uh, help us out and get some questions from his uh, fan page, Trubisky Nation. So we're going to head over to his questions now. This first one's from Good underscore 16. Who do you guys predict will have more yards in this game, David Montgomery or Saquon Barkley? Um, you know what? I'm going to go with a bold prediction here. I'm going to say David Montgomery. Uh, I believe that this Bears' offensive line has improved, uh, and I think they're going to get the job done here. Matt Nagy realized how, realizes how good they were in the Week 1 matchup, and I think he commits to the run a little bit more, uh, and I think the Bears' defense does do a good job uh, slowing down Saquon Barkley. So I'm actually going to go with David Montgomery in this one. We saw him rush 13 times for 64 yards in Week 1 with 4.9 yards per average. We saw the Bears as a whole rush for almost 150 yards, just one yard shy, uh, and they had the most expected rushing yards per attempt in Week 1 uh, per NFL Next Gen stats. What that means is the Bears' offense created the most opportunity for rushers at the moment of handoff. Uh, you know, I think uh, Juan Castillo, uh, his, his effect is really coming into play. Uh, the Giants' D-line is good, have some good players like Leonard Williams, but uh, you know what? I, I still think the Bears can get it done. Uh, you could tell against Detroit that they were missing Damone Harrison, someone who was so great against the run for them, uh, but this Giants D-line is a little bit of a tougher task, but I think uh, the Bears can pull it out, and I think uh, David Montgomery can have a good day if the Bears commit to the run more. So I'm going to say David Montgomery actually ends this game with more rushing yards than Saquon Barkley. Jalen, I know that is a bold statement. Uh, I might be being a little bit of a Bears optimist, a little, a little bit of a homer there, but who do you think has more rushing yards in this game, Montgomery or obviously uh, the highly touted player in Saquon Barkley? I actually don't think it's much of a bold prediction. Benny Snell, um, he plays for the Steelers, had over 100, 110 rushing yards or something like that on not that many carries. So you can you can run the ball on them. You can run the ball on them as long as you stay consistent with it. Um, I'm not worried about that n anymore because Nagy stayed consistent to the run game. Um, he he was running the ball. He didn't do it. He really didn't do it in the red zone, but for most of, for most of the game, he he was running the ball and it was actually working. So uh, I'm gonna say David Montgomery here too. Um, I was surprised that we really didn't give him the ball, and you know, in the later half of the game, we were down 17, and in that, in that type of situation, that's when you, when it's time to pass it, um, which thank God it works for us. But um, I, I expected David Montgomery to get way more um, carries than he did. You know, they were basically splitting splitting it between him, Tariq, and Cordero. But um, in this game, I, I expect David Montgomery to have a, a big, a big, a bigger game than he did last year. That's yeah. What, yes, it is. Yeah, that would uh, that would definitely be big time. Uh, the Bears are. Hopefully going to try and incorporate the run as much as possible. I've said it throughout months and months and months. A good run game is a quarterback's best friend. If you have a defense worried about the run, it opens up the pass game, and the Giants secondary seems to have some holes. So a good run game uh, overall, a good offensive game plan, uh, could definitely help the Bears here. And David Montgomery succeeding uh, definitely is something that could help us out uh, in regards to winning this game. One more question from Trubisky Nation's uh, poll. This is from J Brown 1035-18. He asks, do you think our defense will bounce back this game? The game against Detroit wasn't incredibly great for us. Look, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. Uh, I think the Bears' defense uh, did slack a little bit in the game against Detroit. I also think if you look across the league, uh, you know, a lot of teams did look a step slow, uh, but we were playing Matthew Stafford, and now we're playing Daniel Jones. Uh, you take a look at the Bears' allowed yards in Week 1, 288 passing yards and also 138 rushing yards. Uh, I believe that that is 
Uh, 416 or 426 yards. Uh, don't trust me on my math. I'm a communications major in college. But uh, I do think the Bears' defense steps uh, steps up a little bit more this week. Um, we saw silent games from a lot of players on defense. We saw uh, arguably bad games from a couple of players on the Bears' defense that we normally expect to play well. Um, so, you know, uh, Danny Trevathan's got to step up. Deshaun Gibson, someone else who was pretty silent. Uh, Bilal Nichols, if he had a good game. Uh, that would surely help us, but overall, I think the Bears match up uh, defensively against the Giants much better than they did against the Lions. Uh, obviously, if they can contain Saquon, uh, I think they'll be able to get it done here, but uh, I do think the defense will bounce back. Uh, Robert Quinn coming back could be uh, huge in regards for that, so I'm going to go ahead and say yes. I think the Bears' defense does bounce back here in Week 2 and pitch more of, a, I guess, a shutout-type game. Uh, than they did against the Detroit Lions because obviously uh, we dug a hole and had to climb out on offense. Um, I definitely think we don't dig ourselves that big of a hole, and I think the defense 100,000% uh, steps up in this game and is able to slow down Daniel Jones and co. Uh, Jalen, what do you think? How does the defense do in this game? Uh, do they have a bounce-back performance in comparison to their Week 1 start? I definitely feel like we have a bounce-back performance. Um, a lot of people are saying that we, we should have lost that game because DeAndre Smith got wide open, um, you know, with like six seconds left. So I know the defense is upset about that. You know, we haven't given up that many yards in a long time, almost 400 yards or something like that um, in the ground and in the air. And that's something we can't allow if we want to win games. You know, th our defense is supposed to be um, – the, the strongest part of our team and the fact that our strongest part of our team almost lost us the game after our offense came back is something I know that they're upset about. That um, Chuck Pagano, he definitely wants to, you know, get more pressure on the quarterback, not allow him to have time to make certain reads and, you know, make passes and stuff like that. So uh, especially against a, a weak offensive line and Daniel Jones, who's still a second year quarterback and you can still get to him with pressure and he likes to turn over the ball and stuff like that. Um, this defense is um, definitely going to have a big game. Yeah, uh, so we've got one or two more questions. We're heading over to the YouTube community tab now. This first one's from Kavan Puri. Uh, he asks, what did you see from the Bears' O-line in week one that allowed them to be successful, and how can they keep that success going? Uh, I think the first uh, way to answer that question for me, and it's shocking to say this, is Jermaine Fetty. Uh, I actually got the chance uh, to access the All-22 from the game against the Lions. It's the coaches' clips. Uh, it, it's basically the entire game played back. Uh, from a higher angle so you can see what's going on. Look, uh, with Harry Heastand, I think something that the Bears did a lot more in the run game last year is pick and pull offensive linemen, try to move them around uh, in run schemes. And this year it seems like they were going for more of a tactic with Juan Castillo, just to straight up block and let the running back find uh, the, the gaps and uh, have him be patient. So you know what? Uh, I think Jermaine Fetty, his addition, obviously uh, we're only one week in. But the offensive line saw zero penalties in week one, no false starts, no holdings. Um, and I think overall uh, what made the offensive line better is discipline. Uh, plus, you know, uh, a couple new additions. I think there's better depth uh, on, on the offensive line than we saw in 2019. So, uh, yeah, and I do think they'll be able to keep that success going. Uh, you know, uh, Jalen mentioned it, but Benny Snell rushed for 113 yards last week. So, uh, I do believe that they'll be able to keep that success going, not only in the run game, um, but also in the pass-blocking game. It wasn't incredibly pretty, but uh, I do believe that they'll be able to keep it up uh, heading forward, at least better than from what we uh, saw in 2019. Jalen, you got anything to add to that, or did I hit it on all cylinders? 
Um, you you mainly got it. I was also shocked that Jermaine Fetty was a, a huge part of our um, run game, and especially because I didn't I didn't really have high expectations for him, and for you know just the one game we played so far, he blew he blew my expectations out the water. So I'm definitely glad that he was able to you know so far to um you know break expectations of for what a lot of Bears fans expected for him. Yeah, uh, and we've got one more question now. The last one of the episode. Uh, obviously, we won't make our predictions until tomorrow in our pregame show. But this one comes from the YouTube community tab as well. This is from Tyler Winslow. He asks, does Cole Komet get more involved this week, and could Mooney have a touchdown this week with the favorable matchups against the Giants' corners? Uh, you know what? We've been talking about rookies all week on this channel. Uh, recently made a video on Jalen Johnson as well as one about Darnell Mooney. I do think Darnell Mooney actually can score this week. Um Matt Nagy said that his production increases uh, as the season moves on. I hope he sticks to that. Uh, I hope Mooney gets on the field. We saw how elusive he is uh, and how much he can change a game uh, just in his three catches for 38 yards last week. Uh, that speed is absolutely killer. So I think uh, I'd give him an outside chance to score. Uh, obviously, Trubisky's first couple reads normally are Anthony Miller, Jimmy Graham, and obviously Allen Robinson. Um, I think it's going to be a big game for Robinson uh, with all the – uh, drama that has been stirred up around his contract situation this week, but I do think uh, Darnell Mooney could take advantage uh, of the favorable matchups that he has this week against the Giants. Uh, in regards to Cole Komet, I do think he gets more involved this week. We saw, uh, I think, only one target last week, zero catches. Uh, you know what? I, I, I said earlier I was watching the All-22s. Komet was pretty solid in blocking. Uh, you can't really hate on him there, but I would love to see the Bears use him as a red zone threat, especially in Week 2 against uh, the Giants linebacking core that didn't look incredible in week one. Uh, so you know what? Uh, we saw Jimmy Graham uh, was able to get it done after a slow uh, slow first uh, first half start in Detroit. Uh, but hopefully Cole Komet can get more involved. I do believe he will. Uh, and I would hope in this game that he can get his first career catch. And who knows, maybe even his first career touchdown. So Jalen, final question of week two's Fan Mail Friday. Does Cole Komet get more involved this week? And could you see Darnell Mooney scoring a touchdown in week two? So um, I felt like I felt like you know Coco could had his first down first touchdown you know against the Lions. Um, I don't know if it was either a miscommunication that he ran the wrong route or just Trubisky threw a bad ball. Um, he was like he's I guess it was like a um, a curl route like he was right in front of the red zone and Trubisky just missed him and then he got you know laid out. But um, I definitely feel like he, he can get involved more into this offense. Um, the, the, the soak in the tight ends, we, we saw Trubisky use Jimmy Graham a lot. He, he got a couple targets here and there. Um, I definitely feel like Jimmy Graham could have had a couple touchdowns, but it was it was a lot of mis, miscommunication, and you're going to see that with no preseason. But, um, yeah, I definitely feel like he can get his his first touchdown. Hopefully he gets his first catch. And then with Darnell Mooney, um, to him and Trubisky already kind of have a connection. He got targeted three times and caught all three balls and, you know, made a couple moves. Both times he got got the ball and showed a lot of flashes. And, and you can tell he's really fast. And I, I definitely feel like he can get a, he can get a, um, a touchdown on the on. I was like like you said, I was watching some of the All Twenty Two film, and um, on the route that 
Uh, he on the play that Trubisky threw it to Jimmy Graham, and Jimmy Graham missed time to catch. Darnell Mooney, Mooney yeah. was wide open after smoked Mooney, the defender. After, yeah, yeah, he broke he broke the dude's ankles, and I'm pretty sure Mitchell didn't see him, and he was just new. He, like he already predetermined that he was going to throw the ball to Jimmy Graham, who also got open. So, um, you know, you can't be really mad at it. So, uh, I I definitely feel like if if Mooney can get you know can do that consistently and, and get more touches. Um, I expect Mooney to have a big year, especially being a fifth-round draft pick. Um, I'm, I'm really excited to see what he can do this season in his offense. Yeah, we saw Mooney uh, was able to take advantage of his matchups, uh, obviously, uh, against Lions defenders like Justin Coleman, but also when he got deeper into the secondary against guys like Tracy Walker and Duran Dur- Harmon. Uh, so he'll definitely have some opportunities here, hopefully, uh, to be able to take over again uh, and just create matchup nightmares or at least be a worry on the field uh, to help get someone else open. But uh, I think we all can agree that we hope that he can finally uh, get in the end zone here and and, uh, reach pay dirt. Uh, That would surely uh, be nice. But thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of Fan Mill Friday. Uh, We're just about closing out our week two coverage. Obviously now all we have is our pregame and our postgame show. So uh, before... uh, before we go, I would like to say uh, do us a favor and look for that because that'll be out tomorrow. And then uh, obviously the post game show should be just after the game on Sunday. If you want more content from us, you can head over to our website, BearDown.com. We're posting columns there just about every day or every other day, uh, getting up a ton of good content for you guys. So if you want more content from us, you can definitely go over to our website and find some great stuff on there. If you want to find us on Instagram and Twitter, uh, where we post a lot of sneak peeks of podcasts, we also ask you guys uh, for some advice as to what to record on. We do giveaways every once in a while. You can find us on both Instagram and Twitter at BearDown, and the links to me and Jalen's fan pages are in the description. Jalen McClinton, it's been a long day of recording. Uh, I would like to let you know that Cody Parkey did just hit an extra point for the Cleveland Browns uh, to go up 7-0 after hitting the crossbar and the post twice in pregame warm-ups. So any thoughts on Parkey kicking for the Browns and any last words before we sign out here? Um, he doesn't play for the Bears anymore, so uh, hopefully he doesn't miss any kicks for any other teams. I would feel bad. I don't know how he keeps getting an NFL job, but uh, hey, I, I can't hate on it, but yeah, good for him. <laughs> yeah, good for him. Uh, I, I'm going to go uh, over under three days until he's unemployed, but hey, we'll, Steve, we'll see if he can stick around uh, for a couple weeks in Cleveland. Uh, seems like the perfect team for him to be on, if I'm being completely honest. But that'll pretty much do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for the support recently. If you made it this far in the video and haven't already dropped a like, do us a favor. It helps us out a lot. Let's see if we can hit 50 likes on this podcast. Uh, you guys have been clicking that like button so much recently, uh, so we're going to keep putting out like goals for you guys as long as you keep uh, liking the videos. And that if you do want Bears content every day of the week, the grind to 3,000 subscribers is on, so Click that red button to join our squad. Also, click notific- uh, click the bell for notifications whenever we post. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. It's been an absolute pleasure, as it always is. You guys have been absolutely loving the videos recently, and we're more than happy to keep bringing them to you guys. So, Bears fans, that's pretty much it for this one. Do us a favor. As always, stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.